Hi, this is Pam, and this is Must Love Food. Thanks for joining me today. And uh, we have a full house again. I've got Robin, John, and Maddie here with me uh, virtually. And we are talking something that is near and dear to our hearts at this time of the year, and that is holiday cookies. This year, we did a holiday spread, and everybody got in on the action. So all developers contributed a recipe. So we thought it would be fun to kind of talk about those, but then also what are some of our favorites that either we've developed through the years or some of our just personal favorites from our own recipe archives at home. So welcome. And I'm just going to say, Robin <laughs> Robin probably has done the majority of cookie development at the magazine, at least with our group here. So she'll probably have a lot to share. <laughs> you know, I can't remember everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'll help you there because we got we got to taste them, so we'll remember some of those things. But um, uh, Robin is a big baker, and so um, that's something that she enjoys doing. Um, so I'll just I'll start this year. I um, for our our issue, I did um, a shortbread, and I've done a couple of shortbreads. Actually, there was another person who used to be on staff. Um, she she was the shortbread queen before I came along, and I um, have since taken over that reign. She's no longer at the magazine. Um, anyhow, I grew up, my mother was Canadian and my grandfather was English. And so shortbreads are near and dear to my heart. And so we just had classic basic shortbreads, but I've judged them up um, both times that I've done them for the magazine. And one was uh, a couple of years ago, had some rosemary and orange and sparkling sugar. And then I did um, this year, I did um, shortbreads with vanilla powder, which I really love. So it's basically like ground up, um, I believe it's vanilla bean. And um, uh, so it's not not wet or anything like that. And so it really does nice in a, in a cookie that you don't want to change the, you know, the liquid ratio or anything. And um, so they're very simple like that. And it had specks of vanilla. And then I did a pomegranate um, jelly kind of thumbprint. So they were very pretty. But I, that was what I did this year. Um, and Robin, you did a pinwheel, right? Right. It was Bashio Cherry Pinwheel. Uh -huh. And, you know, um, if anybody knows me, you know that I have a love of cherry. So that kind, huh. of, kind of where I started. And then I thought, you know, I want it to be red and green. And so with the help of a little dye and a little, a little bit of the pistachio, I, that's where I that's where I went and I ended up loving them. And I think that they were a, a hit. Um, they were, they were festive, very festive because they were very distinctly red and green. Um, but you've done several pen, pinwheels too, cookies. Um, so, and I didn't know if that was something you enjoyed doing either. I'm well, not sure. You know, it ended up, I, I used to be intimidated by, by pinwheel cookies and I thought, boy, I don't think I can do that. And it, it turns out that they really are not, they're not hard. They're kind of fun. Um, and I really do enjoy making them. So yeah, I, I like pinwheel cookies. And I, one time I would have said, well, who knew? Well, I've always respected you for that, Robin, too, that you said, I always thought they were hard, but, and I know you said the same thing with pie dough. You've put things on your list that you felt were challenging, but you've said, I'm going to work on this and master this. And you do. And that's, that's very commendable. Well, you know, and it, out those things that scare us sometimes are things that you look back and you think well goodness that really wasn't hard so um 
I guess it's a life lesson. There you I go. So if I could just, you know, share that with people too. It's like, yeah. uh, don't be intimidated because goodness sake, these things are, are easier than maybe we, we make them out to be in the beginning. So. Well, and you also do the, you do the hard work because you've done the testing. So when somebody takes your recipe, it's, it's going to work. Um, but also you walk them through step-by-step step of how to do it. Well, that's what we do here at Christie. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I love. One of the things that I love about our magazine is that we, right. you know, we do the testing for, for our uh, readers and we also make it easy. We want to show you how to, to do what we do and right. get excellent results every time. So that's partly why we love our jobs, isn't it? Yep. <laughs> I know everybody, when they hear what you do, wow, how did you get into that? Well, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, believe me, I didn't grow up thinking this is what I was going to do because I didn't think this, who knew this job existed, right? Right, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and John, you did, uh, you did a, what was it? A chocolate um, peppermint, is that right? A chocolate peppermint oh, cookie, this issue? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't for the life of me yeah, that's exactly right. And, uh, they were very chewy. They were very, very um, chocolatey and decadent. I remember that. And yeah, um, it was almost brownie like. Yeah, yes. they were chocolate, weren't they, John? I think. Yeah, yeah, they had uh, morsels within the chocolate. So. Um, and then Maddie did a two for one. <laughs> a, that's uh, right. I did a brookie, which. If some of you don't know, it is a chocolate chip cookie dough and a brownie kind of cookie dough, and you put them together so you can have a little bit of everything. Definitely um, both worlds there, wasn't it, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. No, and they were very tasty. And I mean, who can ever pass up on a brownie or a chocolate chip cookie? So you might as well just throw them both together. I, I mean, two classics. You cannot go wrong. Well, and... Um, uh, what we love too is uh, we use um, a an outside um, proofreader, and uh, she um, was reading the magazine and went and made those cookies. <laughs> That's right, and so it's always nice to know that the recipe turned out just how it should have been. <laughs> um, it does. It is kind of a soft dough, so you do need to chill it between steps, kind of just because um, it really just makes it a little easier. That's a good rule of thumb, I think, for a lot of doughs when you're making, um, you know, pie dough or, or any dough like that. It's always good to kind of rest the dough, chill it before you um, bake it. Um, but um, so and then there was one other in this issue that Haley developed um, and that uh, was the oh, rosette no. cookies. Thank you. The rosette. And those are, I think they're from Scandinavia. I think it's somewhere. It's like, um, kind of a batter more than a dough, I think. And, um, you fry them that you use a special kind of hot iron or an iron that you get hot from the oil. You dip it into the batter and then you put that batter into the hot oil and fried up kind of like, um, is it, are Pizellias? Is that what they are? Pizzelli, yeah. Anyhow, um, there's powdered sugar. Those are things. Those those cookies are ones you really want to make and eat right away. They're they're not great for saving. No, yeah. but they're really delicious when they're yeah. fresh. Yes. Well, and you know, fried dough, powdered sugar. Need we say more? <laughs> well, and her powdered sugar was actually a chai sugar, so it kind of took on another oh, flavor too, because I believe she had that in her batter as well. 
Yes, you are right. You are right. Um, okay, so that's this issue. And then um, in the world of cuisine, do you have any other favorites that either you developed or that um, somebody else developed that you love? Um, any, uh, Robin, yes. Okay. Well, I love red velvet, and we have mm. a red velvet thumbprint cookie that is really tasty and it has it's a red velvet kind of a cake like cookie and then it has a um a hug you know a hershey's hug oh uh-huh and so, so instead of the and it's a white chocolate the white chocolate and the and with the chocolate swirls do, do y'all know what i'm I, talking yes about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so instead of a chocolate kiss it's got the white chocolate kiss in there and oh my word those are those are tasty business. <laughs> that, that's not one of my cookies. That's a that was a Mary Jane cookie, and oh my goodness, it was it, it's one of my favorites. I, I like to to pull that out. I have um, some members of my family that are really big red velvet fans, so mm. that's a, that's a good twist for um, instead of doing cakes or brownies and red velvet, I'll I'll do that one for him, and he, he likes that one, so that one's pretty. I've, I've done her cupcakes, her red velvet cupcakes that she's done. <laughs> A classic. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, if you're a Red Velvet fan, we've got you covered. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got a recipe for everything: brownies, cake, cupcakes, cookies, multiple ways, bars. <laughs> yes. Yes, I think you're right, Maddie. Uh, yeah. Did you have any others, Robin, besides well, that one? Yes, I did another one, and um, it's a chocolate mint cookie. And this is a this is a tradition at our house, um, like for forever. And it's a um, it's kind of a flat cookie, a little bit chewy, and then right at the end you put a um, Andy's mint. Yes, thank you. I, I, I was, no, because I just looked at those. That was a a, a, a get another combination article. I think you myself. Haley and um, Lauren, who used to work in the magazine, I think all contributed a cookie to that a few years ago. We did it for one of our holiday issues, and I was just looking at that cookie. It was delicious. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a family favorite. And then you let that uh, that mint melt just a little bit and spread it around, is what makes it frosting. Mm -hmm. Well, and for that one too, Robin, you got the special Andy's mint, where it's more green than just the little green on the center. That's right. You can get them. <laughs> but you can get them at Amazon. Um, what, what can't you get at Amazon? So anyway, usually they are um, brown on the outside and green on the inside, but you're right, Maddie. We found the ones that were green on the outside and brown on the inside. And so that just made them a little bit more festive. So that's kind of fun too. So. And John, uh, any any hit parades for you? Any coming up? As I, as I went through... Uh reviewing cookies for, that we've done, I, I found a myriad of them. I, and it's hard to prioritize, but that's okay. You don't have to prioritize. That, <laughs> the things that float up to the top for me are, uh, was the melt away sandwich cookies. They were little petite melt aways with a little filling in them. Mm -hmm. Those are great. And then seasonally, I, you just can't do without a molasses spice cookie. Oh, that's me. <laughs> You know, it's it's just speaks to the season so well, really nicely. And then I found myself into uh, the bars that we've done, actually getting away from cookies, but the millionaire bar that we did and the seven layer bar, both of those are just really prime for me. Um, and seven layer bars go way back in my 
professional yes. cooking days mm -hmm. when I had bakers to work with. Um, I was looking at some things uh, too on bars, and it's funny because you mentioned the um, spice, and I love spice cookies. I did not grow up making them. That was not a tradition in our family, but um, a good, she's like my second mom, and she was a big baker. She always made molasses cookies every year. And um, but one thing I did grow up with, um, I we grew up with um, these her hermit bars, and I did develop one for a cookie book we did. And um, uh, I know there were some people on staff actually just in the company who adored those, and I would make them for them as gifts and stuff. But they're very they're chewy and they're spicy, and they're very much like a molasses cookie. And I love those. I always like more of a chewy molasses cookie than a crispy one if I had to choose, but I would take either. <laughs> well, and don't forget about your the sand dollar cookies that mean. Oh, right. <laughs> Those were a um, friend of mine um, in the neighborhood I grew up in. That was one of their family traditions. It was like a, a beachy kind of cookie. It was, it looks like a sand dollar. And it's, so it's got cinnamon sugar and stuff. So it's, um, but it has um, almonds that you decorate. So it looks like a sand dollar, the cookie oh, itself. Slivered which, almonds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Were there others, John? I'm sorry. I jumped in there when you were no, talking no, about. No, not really. Yeah. I mean, uh... Just, uh, uh, I've got a long history with bourbon balls too. So that, <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily a cookie, but it's. <laughs> I think we should give a shout out to Linzer cookies too. I do too. Well, Lauren did one that was really nice a couple of years ago that was more hazelnut. And she did it with, um, I think, currant, red currant jelly, which I love. Again, I could eat that on anything, but, um, or just, I love a classic Linzer cookie because I love almond flavor. Yes. And they're and so pretty. Exactly. <laughs> um, Maddie, and what were some of you, what are your some of your favorites that we've gotten in our archives? Well, so this one isn't in the archive, but okay. well, we probably have one in the archive. But for our family tradition, like my mom and I would always make monster cookies. Um, we do. So, have I mean, <laughs> totally. And I mean, it was just something that. Um, I know some people don't agree that it's a holiday cookie, but to me, it was definitely a holiday cookie just because it's like, we would always use the red and green M&Ms and, um, it was just always something we did on the holidays. So I know it's not probably traditional, but it was definitely what I have fond memories of. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what I was going to ask if anybody had any personal that maybe we didn't have in our archives that you make at home or have had, or that really means something to you. I think I said mine earlier probably shortbread that just really speaks the holidays for me. And then we used to also make, we called them Swedish cookies. And I have done a riff on this. Um, I called them Swedish butter cookies. They're very, very delicate, very buttery and chewy. And they've just, they um, got powdered sugar on the top. I did do develop those several years ago, but, or a variation of those. Those are the two that I kind of, and they've got crushed up walnuts in them. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, you see those a lot at weddings, don't you? Uh, I don't know, John. <laughs> I think I have. I, I'll just okay. <laughs> we had them at Christmas, but. <laughs> um, and what about you, Robin? Is there anything? I know you said the chocolate mint. Right. Those are always um, on the on the table at Christmas. But you know, we always like to do uh, sugar cookies and let the little mm -hmm. ones. Um, make a mess out of those. I mean, 
Um, but uh, I, I will um, caveat that with don't double the recipe because while it sounds like a good plan, by the time you're halfway through, you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm sick oh. of it. <laughs> because by then the kids are done and then you're stuck with all these cookies you have to do something with. So I have learned that, yes, you never double the sugar cookie recipe and leave them wanting more. So, <laughs> I can <laughs> second that. that one. <laughs> Many, many years of frustration and cleaning up and <laughs> finishing up cookies that are half done and boy. Yeah, absolutely, right, John? It's like when you get to decorating, you start to realize maybe you do have a little OCD and you want to like <laughs> fix all of those like barely sprinkled cookies or like, no, 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 do it like this. Yeah, let me help you. And you're like, I got this. And, and you want to say no, no, but you have to, you have to say that's just the most beautiful cookie in the world. <laughs> I know whenever I, I we make have this. Well, and whenever we make our sprinkle cookies and the girls love to help me with those because, you know, they can roll them in the sprinkles. But then it's like, no, no, no. When I say roll them in the sprinkles, like the whole thing coated in sprinkles, not just like dabbed in there. Like, come on. <laughs> so when I, when I, before they go in the oven, I always like add a few more. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, <laughs> we love those little boogers, don't we? <laughs> it's fun to cook with. So how soon is too soon to start baking cookies? That's my next question. Um, I know Kim, who used to be on staff, said her mother started baking and freezing cookies in September. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was not my house at all. Uh, it was, it, we, we would bake in, in December, you know, a couple of weeks before Christmas or something like that. Um, but um, yeah, how, how soon is too soon or when do you, when, when's your sweet spot? Well, my mom and aunt, I know, are proponents of baking and freezing and then thawing before. Because um, I even remember, like, for graduation parties, like, my mom was making cookies beforehand and then would frost them, like, the day before. But it was, like, I personally like to make them, like, a day in advance. Or um, <laughs> we don't really have big parties that we have to make so many batches of cookies. So it's more just, like, I just like to bake. And so it's kind of a stress reliever and makes the house smell good and I don't know. Yeah, I think it's it makes a difference if you are making, you know, cookie trays to give away and mm -hmm. you have a lots of, you know, several different kinds, then you want to maybe start earlier. And if you're not doing that, then it doesn't make as much of a yeah. difference. I think our cookie trays ended with the uh, sugar cookies ending. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't started. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, different different place in life. Yes, I don't I don't have to do that so much anymore. Now I just send the cookies home with the little grandkids. So, okay. <laughs> um, what was the other? Oh, I was surprised, Robin. One thing you didn't mention: oatmeal raisin, because I thought that was a favorite of yours too. Yeah, I do like oatmeal raisin. Or, or is that just not a holiday cookie for you? Um, it's just like an all the time cookie. It's not sure. holiday, okay. so it doesn't have to come out at the holidays. Mm -hmm. Our uh, daycare lady loves uh, oatmeal raisin cookies. So for her birthday, I would always make them for her and bring her a batch. And um, I know a lot, like we have a really good oatmeal raisin that even the people who don't really like oatmeal raisins are on board with it because I know. Shane's dad is normally like, oh, I don't really like, you know, 
oatmeal raisin cookies. And then so I brought some over because it does make quite a bit. And he's like, oh, these are really good. And so, <laughs> yeah, they are. I don't make, did you say I don't make chunky cookies? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like oatmeal raisin too, because usually there's a little bit of a spice component to them. Which mm-hmm. I like, as we've discovered, or, or I've established, I like a spice <laughs> cookie. <laughs> um, so I think that's one of the reasons I like. And then, of course, I'm trying to fool myself that it's a healthy cookie. <laughs> well, that's I mean, sure. oatmeal and raisins. Hello. Yeah. Well, there right. are worse things Just for you. the butter. <laughs> and the sugar. There's eggs in there. Eggs are good for you. Breakfast food. Breakfast cookies. There are worse things to eat, I know. <laughs> well, it's always uh, funny because it's always something that like, you know, after a race or, you know, like that you, you know, went on a run and then all of a sudden, like, what's the first thing you come across? Like, oh, Gatorade and cookies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so clearly it's got something going if they're offering it at races. <laughs> oh, good point, Maddie. Good point. Wow, yeah. So your one must-have cookie, Maddie, is a monster cookie? Yep. Okay, mine is a shortbread, and Robin, is yours the the um, the mint, the chocolate mint, or the or the red velvet? Chocolate mint. Okay, and John? Uh, not a holiday cookie. It's always got to be some uh, take on. Well, the my wife and daughter's take on a uh, chocolate chip cookie, which is they're so fussy about it. I oh don't even want to get into it. But really. The thin, chewy type. Oh, okay. Like that you can like see through. <laughs> almost, yeah. <laughs> okay. And they're really, yeah. All, they're all basically a, like caramel with a little bit of flour in them. <laughs> so I think that makes a pretty nice um, cookie tray right there, folks. If you're if you're looking for um, <laughs> what you want to put together for a, a holiday cookie tray, you got a shortbread, you got a monster, you got a chocolate chip, and you've got a chocolate mint. There you go. <laughs> you know, another classic is the peanut butter with the Hershey Kiss. I mean, right? Oh, yeah. I I think I did. Did I do something like that? Oh no, I did one with Reese's. I did a Reese's, not a Hershey's Kiss. I did a bunch. Nothing wrong with that. We got lots of candy around the house. That'd probably work perfectly. Chocolate peanut butter, but I don't remember. Or maybe it was just a peanut butter. I don't remember. I did do that. I do do that one, and then do the red velvet with the hug. Okay, for the kiss. All kinds of color right there. Yeah, there you go. Now we now we settled on that elusive tray cookie tray <laughs> uh, and maddie you still you have little ones so i imagine you leave a cookie tray out for um santa, santa? yeah yes um they Boy, also appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> they also wrote santa a letter this year because well last year they uh, were a little nervous that Santa might stay in the house too long. And so Hannah wanted to make sure that, you know, he was in and out as fast as possible because, you know, as much as he's thankful for the present, she's still a little scared of a stranger, you know, walking around the house. <laughs> so she put some napkins by the cookie so he doesn't have to wander around any longer to find a napkin <laughs> to clean his hands. So. <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what so you should sweet. do this year? You should put a little Ziploc bag. So just you take can them go. Just take them go. 
<laughs> so Santa wrote her a letter back saying, thank you. It made it so easy to get in and out of the house. I wasn't here long. <laughs> Put a minute to go back. <laughs> Good idea. I, I Thank you, but go, please. I distinctly remember as a kid putting the, the cookies out, and I know it was my grandfather, my as we called him Guppa Bill, because my grand, my brother couldn't say Gup, uh, grandfather when he was little, so his name became Guppa, and his <laughs> first name was William, so we called him Guppa Bill, and he was the, um, he was the, he loved sweets and hoarder of biscuits, as he called them, shortbread cookies, <laughs> and, he, and he had crumbs wherever he went with his shortbreads. <laughs> and he would squirrel them away, but he was the one who ate the cookies off of the Santa. <laughs> what? Yeah. Not Santa, you mean? Uh, well, I believe I've discovered this as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Santa didn't get as many cookies. <laughs> um, and uh, never know who's listening. Oh yes, that's true. That is true. <laughs> um, well, mm -hmm. sorry little ones uh my grandfather just couldn't share he just he <laughs> had such a hard time <laughs> uh robin do your grandkids put plates out for for santa yeah they leave something out for santa oh uh, and the reindeer too uh yes he okay they get carrots they get a carrot <laughs> all eight of them get one carrot <laughs> yeah they have to share yeah yeah yep. true true yeah wonder if they get carrot juice at anybody's house. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I don't know. <laughs> they might be thirsty. Oh, all right. Well, um, are there any kind of rules or tips that we want to give people um, on cookie making or cookie swaps or anything? I know this year might not be a lot of big cookie swaps if people aren't doing gatherings. But, um, I mean, you could do virtual, i.e. make them in your house and bring them to somebody, which is basically... <laughs> gifting cookies that you normally would oh, i thought you just ate them in front of people and said, mm, this is really good don't you wish you had this um <laughs> it's kind of like when the girls are sleeping and shane and i are eating like ice cream or a dessert like sleep well children <laughs> well that reminds me of that uh commercial where uh the adults are eating some like high-end ice cream or something and the kids come down and they're like oh no 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 we don't have anything you can't that was growing up ice cream yeah with my daughter and when and then my granddaughter brie came down the stairs and she's like well you're eating the good snacks now that we went to bed <laughs> discovered <laughs> you're sleepwalking honey <laughs> Yes, all the kids are in bed. Well, I guess we have no suggestions on cookie swaps or, or um, I, I would say. Um, Ding dong ditch. Just drop them off and run. Yes. Um, <laughs> cookie uh, ice cream scoops make a world of difference when you're baking um, for uniformity or a scale. If you're weighing, if you're trying to get uniformity, you can either weigh your dough or you can use a, you know, a cookie, um, an ice cream scoop to get uniform sizes, a variety of different sizes. Right. Um, quicker. I mean, the scoop is very quick. Right. Right. Um, yeah. Um, parchment is a, is a thing. I mean, I love, um, parchment, just line your trays with parchment makes cleanup a lot easier. And, um, I also have Silpat, 
which is another thing you can use and just wash them up and reuse that again, which is a liner for your baking sheet. Um, yeah, there and there is such a thing as a cookie tray and a baking sheet. And I would always recipe if it's calling for a cookie tray or a baking sheet because the recipe was probably developed using one or the other. Uh, a baking sheet has sides all around on all four sides, and a cookie tray is thinner and flatter. And usually, it um, there's going to be a little bit more circulation, and there I think the cookies will cook a little quicker on a cookie sheet. Um, so. Recipe was probably developed that if you only have one, I would only, if you only own one, I would opt for a baking sheet versus a cookie tray. Um, just yeah. Be, yeah. Well, I think you mentioned one, a little tip earlier and that's to, you know, let the dough rest and get it mm -hmm. chilled a little bit. I think that's really helpful in, in the, so they don't yep. spread too much or, and then I was just uh, reflecting on the fact that the last few wear articles that we've done are, Leading right up to cookie season, what with uh, you know the measuring cup, scales yep. and one hundred percent, John, you are right. Mm -hmm. I yeah, I love the scale. Mine's out of batteries actually currently, so I need to get <laughs> that back and running. <laughs> yeah, and then if you don't have, um, I mean, you want to usually seal your um, cookies in airtight containers, and if you um, if you don't have um, like Tupperware, that kind of thing, um, just a Ziploc bag will work. And uh, and your freezer is your friend if you've got space in your freezer, <laughs> or if you can find a freezer. <laughs> They're hard to come by these days, I hear. Yes, if you need a new <laughs> hard to get one. Yeah. Um, okay, well, folks, uh, check out cuisineathome.com if you're looking for any um, cookie ideas. We have a, a wealth of um, cookie um, recipes online, and we also have books available both through Amazon and on our shop at cuisineathome.com, uh, where you can get um, some of our baking books that have uh, or cookie books. And then, of course, our current issue, our holiday issue. Uh, you can, if you're a subscriber, you will have that with the five cookies that we talked about to start. Um, the Brookie Pomegranate Thumbprint Shortbread, the Cherry and Pistachio Pinwheel, the Chocolate Mint, and the Fried Dough. Um, the Rosette. Rosette. Thank you. The Rosette. So, uh, well, thanks for joining us. I hope you have a uh, happy baking season and um, come back next week when we've got more must love food. Thanks so much. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom cuisine at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com.